Blue Tiger Revenge, brought to you by Narpig. Hit the music. That's right, and we're back in the frothy, milky, blue comic book forest that is Blue Tiger Revenge. I am comic book creator and the milkman. Look at this. Your milkman, Tad Galusha, and with us, the legendary, mythic, legendary, (laughs) beard of epic proportions... Turkey Slayer, Brian Bales. What's up? <laughs> Too much. So you got yourself some uh, some fresh bird, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. One of my coworkers is uh, hooking me up with a uh, with a turkey on our farm that needs to go. So I said, I bet he, I bet he's a real asshole. I too. bet he is too. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, well, uh, you know, no guests this week. Nope. Um, it's gotta be just because it seems like every time this year, right? Yeah, it gets hard time. Yeah, to get people, everybody's trying to knock out their projects so that they're free for the holidays. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm in that mode right now too. I'm so swamped, so it's understandable. But uh, you got holidays, you've got cons. It's so it's uh, yeah. Speaking of, do we want to talk about that? Let's do it. Let's do it. Emerald City Comic Con, folks. We'll be there. Seattle. We will be there. We will be there. I don't know the booth number, but we'll be at, at Critical Entertainment. That's right. Rocking the first Americans issue. Yeah. That's right. Is- issue one. No issue two. That. Uh, that's. Uh, it's everything's just you know. It's there's just not enough time. Sure. But uh, it's okay because there's going to be quite a few issues that are coming out in 2022 of for first Americans. Awesome. So yeah, I've definitely got my work cut out for me. It's uh, but we're going to be there. That's right. Hopefully with some, some operation blue stuff. Yeah. Not a, not a ton, but Just a little bit, a little bit enough to, yeah. uh, to whet the appetite a little bit. Yeah. You know, so if you're, you know, I would say if you're listening to this, you're, You've read the first couple of pages of the webcomic, and you're going to be in the Northwest. Come on down to Emerald City Comic Con and get that limited edition booklet signed. Yeah. I guess it's like a zine. It's like a limited edition zine. Yep. Yep. Signed by us. Bond. That's right. Signed by us and brought to you by the magical, magical entity that is Narpeg. That's in- right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to... We just found out that uh, Jim Lee's going to be there, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, get him on mic. Ask him out? No, I'm gonna try and get him on mic. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see what yeah, I can do. When you go, I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm kind of was a little confused. They're like, uh, are you? Uh, you gonna see if he wants to go steady with you to the dance? Like, what's? I going mean, I on? wouldn't say no, but he seems like a, a charming guy. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, that'd be cool. Um. Do we know? 
Are there, well, there's probably I'm sure there's quite a few names that are going to be there. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's one of those. It's right at the end of the year. It seems like a lot of people want to go to it. There's a couple other convention like conflicting conventions that are going on at the same weekend, which is kind of weird. But that is weird. But I feel like Emerald City is probably the bigger of the ones that are going to be that are going to be going yeah. on. This one's pretty big. I know. What is it? L.A. Comic Con is going to be going on. Cause, okay. Because Critical Entertainment is going to be down there at that one too. Um, so I don't know. You know. I've, I would you would think Emerald City would be probably a little bit bigger. It seems like it's kind of like the main the like the main Northwest Comic Con or right. you know right. yeah, or like definitely the bigger one of the of the ones that are here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know many people that have gone to LA Con. Um I, yeah, I don't know anything about it actually. No, me either. Me either. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there's lots of stuff going on. Uh, Netflix is popping off, and uh, yeah, you know, movies are coming out, uh, and yeah. every everything's getting ready to drop for the week. What, what, you said, uh, uh, uh. oh, I just watched the new uh, the new uh, Red Notice with uh, The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. It's everything. Oh, it's everything that you would expect it to be. <laughs> Trash. Just dumb. Just, really? Oh, just dumb. Yeah. Let's take our three biggest like superhero movie star individuals and throw them into a movie together. Yeah, people will watch it just because of the names. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, it was like the biggest Netflix debut ever. Jeez. Well, that's good for Netflix, I yeah. guess. But sure. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's wild. But it was it was just. I'll give it this. There were parts of it that were fun, but overall, there were yeah. So many bad plot holes, so many just, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was not great. It was not great. What did I, oh, I watched, um, I finally actually got to watch the season two of Nora from Queens. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, Aquafina does it again. Yeah. That's what she does. That's what she does. Knocked it out of the park. Not only is she funny, but like. She bring, there's depth to her, to whatever her shows or sure. I don't know her comedic stuff is always just really really good. Yeah, even if there's like a touch of drama to it and stuff. But uh, yeah, that might be one of my favorite shows on television. And I don't really watch a ton of TV, but man, I love it's that good. show. It's good. We're on that new season of Yellowstone, uh, which okay. you gotta you gotta get on that man. It's especially especially with your new job too. I was gonna say, I yeah, it sounds like I gotta get into it. It's one of the best shows on TV right now, and it's yeah. it's like uh, the Sopranos, but they're ranchers, essentially. Oh, in- interesting. Yeah, which, from what I understand, isn't a far stretch. No, like it's, I don't think it is. No, I've ta- I know some people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's uh, big. There's some. There's some crazy money. Yeah. In that neck of the woods, oh. so to speak. Oh yeah, crazy. You know money. what though? I did see uh, yesterday. We went and saw the Eternals. Okay, good. Let's New turn Marvel this into movie. more. Yeah. We're, we're slowly turning turning the, the 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 big bus wheel back into uh, the the comic book forest. Yeah. Uh, how was uh, the Eternals? It was some good. Hayek looking amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, when when doesn't she? 
I know. Yeah. I just watched her on um, Hot Ones. Have you, have you ever seen the show? I've I've seen one clips. episode of it. Yeah, or clips. Yeah. Oh man, it's really great. Yeah. She's she's such an inspiring like creator. They have their own board game now. Those guys have blown up. Yeah, yeah. No, that sh- but the show's good though. It it's is. A, it's it might be one of my it might be one of the best interview. It's so much better than like the fucking Jimmy Kimmel you know, late night, yeah. hey, hey, bad jokes and stuff. Yeah. Because by bringing those, the, the hot sauce in, into the mix, you break down the barriers. Barriers are gone within seconds. Yeah. And people like the real person quickly has to be themselves. Um, because yeah, you can't, and they quickly, it's like, it turns into not trying to like promote a film or a TV right, show right. or product. It's very much of like, and, and also the host asks really good questions. Like they're well thought out questions. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, it's worth your time, but so, okay. So anyways, so how was, uh, um, the Eternals and oh. where the fuck were they during Thanos? Overall, it was good. Overall, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it has that same issue that most Marvel movies have where the villain is uh, pretty meh. Um, you kind of say it's, it seems like all superhero movies are really kind of that, right? They really have a hard time getting a villain that makes you... There's a couple of exceptions. Uh, you've got uh, Michael B. Jordan from uh, Killmonger from Black Panther. He was a good but, villain. Yeah, but was that Killmonger? Or was that Michael B. Jordan? Because Michael B. Jordan was also like the biggest movie star of that year. Probably a little, probably a mix of both, I would say. Um, yeah. But I mean, obviously, Thanos was great, but you know, he had three movies. Sneak, yeah. And they were also sneak peeking him for like the last 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've been building him up for, for years. And right. I think if one of the, one of the things I enjoyed about Eternals was. It was it was a plus. It was like their best strength, but also their biggest weakness was that they do so much world building in it. So like they go back and forth from like present day to ancient times, which oh, I really flashbacks. Yeah, I really enjoyed it because it gave you it gives you like a Highlander type vibe, but also yeah. um, you know it got to be a little much and kind of slowed things down a little bit. But you know, on the other hand. You're you're introducing like eight or nine brand new characters into this universe, yeah. and I would also say like the Western um, perspective on storytelling is very much grounded in a linear timeline, and so if yeah. things aren't moving in that direction, I think it's very it become it can be very jarring for viewers and sure you know does that make sense i but i like the non-linear stuff like i enjoy yeah. it it was just a lot if that it how was, long was was the movie really long yeah it was about two and a half hours a little bit longer oh. than your average superhero not, movie but not not yeah. terribly long um the the villain the main villain with like the celestial waking up on earth to destroy earth. And then it turns out Icarus who's played by Richard Madden. Um, he kind of heel turns and, uh, wants it to continue. Um, okay. So the celestial wakes up and then, so like he's a good guy, then he heel turns and then he redeems himself at the end and then kills himself. And I'm like, Oh, okay. This is, it was, it wasn't, it was kind of weak. The, the, it's a little um, weak the bad guy but overall like the 
the acting, the action, the cinematography was beautiful. Uh, the way they portrayed like, um, you know, Babylon and, and all of the ancient cities was really cool. Um, okay. The post credit scene. You want me to tell you the post credit scenes? I know you oh, usually don't care. Fuck yeah! All right. Hey everybody, spoilers. Uh, if you don't want to hear them, it's been tap out for out. a couple of weeks. But uh, so the mid credit scene was um, Thanos' brother Eros shows up, who's also an Eternal. Um, I didn't know he was an Eternal. Yeah, and uh, oh. so he shows up. He's played by Harry Styles, and so him and uh, Pip. My face. Pip. Yeah. Him and Pip, who Pip is like some little elfy guy. I remember Pip yeah. the troll. He's a troll. Yeah, played by Patton Oswalt. But the CGI on him. Oh. The, but the CGI on him was terrible. Like they just CGI'd the entire, the entire Pip. Where I'm like, if you're gonna have a character, uh, the Queen and I were talking about this. Is like, you could have just had Patton Oswalt do it, put some facial stuff on him, and then like use the CGI as the finishing touches. Versus completely CGI a character in, um, yeah, yeah, like they did with, um, oh, who was it? Uh, I've done it with a few characters like Mantis and stuff. There's a lot of CGI on her, like on her for her like antennae and all that kind of stuff. Those are all done CGI. Yeah, that would have been fine. I'm I'm of the I'm of the thing where, uh, you know, you do prosthetics as much as you can, and then like that's like your main course. And then it could have it could have been C- just like a scheduling thing or a budget sure. thing. Maybe they just didn't have the money. I don't know. Sure. CGI is cheaper than practical effects these days. That's why you see it so much. I know, but yeah, I kind of want the CGI to be the, the dessert. You know, it adds it on to make it better. But yeah, and then the post credit scene was probably my favorite, and that was Kit Harrington's uh, Dane Whitman, aka the Black Knight. He's getting his sword, his family sword, that's about to turn him to the Black Knight. And then in the background, you hear a voice that says, are you sure you're ready to do this? And it's none other than the Daywalker Blade. Oh, was it played by Wesley Snipes? No, it's uh, Marhala or Marshala Ali. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, he's great. Yeah. You don't see him. You just hear his voice. Um, so wait a second. Why was the Black Knight? Isn't he an Avenger guy? Like, why he was, wasn't he, he with like Excalibur and all that? So he was dating Cersei, who is the main character played by uh, Gemma Chan. Okay. Oh my God! These all these characters I'm so not familiar I'm with. I'm not the necessarily <laughs> familiar with them either. But let me ask you this, because I think most people are not going to be familiar with these characters. Like, everybody knows Captain America, Thor, yeah. Iron Man, Spider-Man. Like, whether you read comics or just saw the movies, like, you're still f- you still know, recognize those names, right? Yeah. They're, they're synonymous with... They're Yeah. Yeah, and they're synop- synonymous with just, like, pop culture in general at this point. Yep. They have been since the 70s. Um, were any of these characters standouts where they were like, uh, you know, like Shang-Chi or some of these other Marvel movies were, or like even like Guardians of the Galaxy where you take a bunch of like unknown, kind of like B-list like Marvel superheroes. Yeah. And they're so charismatic and so interesting that no. all of a sudden they like, you're like, this is going to be our go-to per- character. Like Rocket Raccoon is yeah. like a fucking A-list character now. You know what I mean? I would I would say no. Really? I would say no. I think I think the uh, Kit Harrington as the Black Knight has that potential, but he was just kind of, 
he wasn't really in the movie. He was there for a few minutes of it and then showed up at the post credit scene. Um, I think he has that potential, but overall there wasn't, I wouldn't say there's any like standouts. It was a really good ensemble cast. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the movie overall. The Thanos excuse was they were forbade to interfere by one of the celestials told them they weren't, they weren't able to interfere in any human affairs. And so they, but it was, in, but it was beyond human affairs. It was right. all peoples, all living creatures. So even like half the celestials were like winked out. They were not. Oh, they weren't. No. And neither were the eternals because they're not actual. You, you find out they're essentially robots. They're not mortal beings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, uh, huh. The one thing that gets me on all these superhero movies, though, is is once you have, when you have the Avengers, right? And yeah. then you have this worldwide event, right? So in this, it's like this it's giant celestial is coming out of a volcano about to destruct Earth. It's like, okay, where are the, where are the fucking Avengers at? You know? It's like, I, yeah. you have a hard time. Or I don't know. I do anyway. I have like I get why they don't do it because it's not their movie, but and you you have to make the stakes high enough for for like the uh, climatic ending to be good. But sure, it, but that's it, kind of that's always like bother of, me. Like Suicide yeah. Squad, you know, where where Starro is running around the island. Like you think Superman he who can hear literally everything on the planet, like right, right. <laughs> come on. Superman, well, you know, Superman, Superman's off probably with Lois Lane, you know, getting jiggy with it or whatever. Yeah. Isn't that the lyric? Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. But yeah, so. no, it's one of those where like every superhero in every comic book is saving the world at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and if they don't show up, the world ends because none of the other superheroes, everybody else is on vacation or something. That's like, why I like always- Batman movies, man. Batman movies, it's like, yeah, we're going to fuck up Gotham City. And like there'll be a, you know, maybe some, see, maybe someone will only, show up to help, and he'll be like, "Nah, get the fuck out of here." Like, <laughs> but and that's the thing with Batman, though he only works. That's why, like, uh, I always have a hard time with him in the like the Justice League, yeah. Because it's like, why is he even there? He's fucking useless. This is a dude who fights like backyard crime. Yeah, who's like literally like you know doing stuff that like you know john mcclain could do uh you know like (laughs) right yeah there's there's yeah where and then all of a sudden he's going to like a universal scale it doesn't doesn't transfer he's like you know a step above like i don't know uh some type of noir detective you know like hard crime guy yeah uh yeah and that's but that is a good point is like a character like batman you can and also like batman that's the one thing it's like where I'm sure people will f- are fucking screaming, just screaming at us. But that's the one thing that I think doesn't translate about Batman from the past, like when he popped out. Yeah, we live in a different age now. The the concept of Batman being in a, a city 50 years ago works. Sure. Because you didn't have the same level of communication between folk. I mean, like. If you lived in Portland versus living in Seattle 50 years ago, uh, you weren't like that's a long that's a bit of a long travel, you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. I don't even know was the I5 corridor even built at that time? Oh, Maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
Because I don't think it was. I mean, yeah, it was. Weird. I know, it's been like, around. yeah, but like, like eighty four wasn't. You had to take the old one, right, along the Columbia, and like that would take you. You know, fuck. If we're getting very specific, I mean, I, I, you know, you drive that road, and it's it's like a back road. It's yeah. not that used to be a highway. You know what I mean? Which is insane. So it used to take a lot longer to get places, and I kind of you can apply that to Batman. That's the one thing I always have a. I guess a disconnect with Batman, especially in this day and age where it's just, I don't know. He kind of, it's hard to take him more that like take him serious. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. What do you need? Well, there's this giant alien thing with superpowers. Oh, and it's a God. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go back to go back home. Uh, Good luck guys. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. Text me when it's over. Let's get nachos. Robin, come on, let's go play cards or something. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty much. And and yeah. and this coming from a giant Batman fan, but yeah, yeah. And they always have Batman like kind of save the day. Yeah, I'm rich. I fucking hate that line so goddamn much. What's your superpower? I'm rich. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, you know what though? Oh. I recently <laughs> that did not age well, my friend. Yeah, th- that entire Especially, movie hasn't aged well, unfortunately. I liked it. It didn't even come out well. No, <laughs> no, it didn't. I liked it super- when it came out. The the well, the cut, course. the four hour cut. But of course, I watched it again not too long ago, and I was like, "There's some good parts in it. It some parts of it look cool, but overall, you mean you mean Henry Cavill taking his shirt off, well, around in sweatpants? Yeah, that's what what's what's wrong with that?" Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's just get a four-hour cut of that, Henry yeah. Cavill. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who I am. As he's just walking around a city in pajama pants. Yeah. Just everything's running into him and just bouncing off like maybe, buses maybe full speed. Just boink, boink. <laughs> he gets. I would a, watch. He goes in front of the subway and it just levels it. <laughs> Superman sleepwalking. That's what I want. Oh, there that it movie. Is. Yes. I'm yeah. all about that. I'm and I did like it when when Batman showed up because it was the only time in that movie they were realistic about Batman. What would he call him? Clark. What's, uh, Clark. Oh, no. I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, no. That's all, I, that's all he needed. That was great. Yeah. But other than that. So it didn't age well though for you? No, unfortunately. It's one so, of those things where like I wanted to like it so much. Well, that's what we do with anything that comes out where it's characters that we're like, I guess, emotionally invested in. Yeah. You know, like I always want like King Kong and Godzilla movies to be like the greatest movies ever made. Or like I'll be honest, the Captain America movies, man, when that first one came out, Ooh, I did not, not like great. it. But I wanted to like it, and I did the same thing you did, where I was like, well, there's things that were cool. The Red Skull was, like, spot on. Yeah. Cap looked great. The opening scene where they made him, that was really good. And him chasing down the that was great. But then, like, just... In bad movies, I feel like you can find, like, because you can find things that are good. Sure. You know? Because, like, in that movie, the costume designs, loved them. The, you know, certain aspects. You, You liked all the gray. Uh, yeah, I loved finally given let seeing the black suit was awesome. 
It wasn't really the black suit, though. Not from the comics. No. It was, was like no a cape. bluish gray. It was just... It was just... It just color graded the, the blue suit. <laughs> he did, yeah, they just washed all the colors. They did it for everything, though. Yeah. You know, they just washed the colors out of everything. Yeah. And they couldn't fix the running. God I damn know, it. Bastards. I, I mean, wonder whoever if they did, fixed it in the... in the. I wonder if it's going to be different in the Flash movie. I mean, different whoever director. did... Whoever did the running sequence for Flash and Justice League did the running sequence for Wonder Woman in the latest oh. in 84. Oh, so God. I'm guessing that person is like doing all the oh. running sequences. That was for so now bad. On. Oof. Oof. It's hard to watch. And I would normally be like, oh, Gal Gadot running. This should be cool to watch. Nope. Terrible. I don't even know where arms were going. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, we were talking about. What's this movie called again? The Eternals. The Eternals. Why? Well, I, I always keep wanting to call it the Celestials. By Disney legend Jack Kirby. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. I'm sorry, King. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, what would you? How many beards would you give it? Ooh, I would give it. We're gonna go. We're gonna go three out of five. That's pretty good. That's yeah. a solid grade. Like worth watching. Don't. It's it's not going to blow you away. It's not going to be your favorite Marvel movie correct. of all time, but it's but it's a good time killer. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was good parts in it overall. I thought it was good. The story wise was good. Um, and then, Does it set something up for like for later down the road. Yeah, they're 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 setting up kind of what you and I were talking about. It seems like they're setting up like some cosmic stuff. With uh, I, I have a theory. Yeah, they're setting up for the Surfer and Strange. And Galactus, and I honestly think Thanos is going to return because the entire dynamic of Thanos is he is his he's always his entire destiny, his entire drive is to f- ultimately fail. Yeah. So he always he always is defeated after he even after he wins. Right. I think that there's a possibility that he could come back, especially if they're bringing his brother and stuff into it. It could yeah. be interesting. I think, yeah, I, I definitely think, I'm not sure if they'll bring Thanos back, mostly because I wonder how much money they would have to throw at Josh Brolin to get him to come back. Um, yeah, it could be just a schedule, conflict of schedule. I don't know. That'd be an interesting thing. Yeah, but I, I definitely think that we're going to see some cosmic shit, like you said. If they're, if they're showing Celestials... Um, Galactus is coming. Galactus man. is coming, yeah. Dude, how cool would it be if they did Earth X? Oh my God, they won't. They don't they have the balls. No, but Earth X I, would be amazing. Yeah, or you know what? Or they're building this all up for Fantastic Four. They might yeah. try and the Fantastic Four, even though they've already attempted it what a thousand times at this point. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't care for Fantastic Four in any form. Comics, people, shows. People will go get mad at me for saying this. Fantastic Four is like your dad's superhero group. I'm just going to say it. I could never get into them. But it seems like dads go crazy. Oh, the Fantastic Four. Oh, man. Reed Richards, Sue Storm, The Thing, Johnny Blaze. Oh, is that what his name was? Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Oh, that would be my dad. Yeah. He would be like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. You're like, not really, dude. We got we got Rocket Raccoon over here. I know. Yeah, I would take Guardians any day of the week, especially after playing the Guardians video game. That game was so fun. 
I would. I want a super existential, like get Darren Aronofsky to do a Silver Surfer movie. It'll bomb and tank at the the box office, but it'll be a cult classic because people will like drop acid and watch it and be like, "Whoa, dude, man!" <laughs> yeah, that would surfing be really cool. the surfing the cosmos. Now I'm reborn. I am Norman Rad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. yes, that would be cool. I'd be. Into yeah, that. I'd be. I'd be curious to see where they go. I think they're bringing. I think Galactus is probably going to be the next big baddie. Yeah. So speaking of Marvel movies, we finally got. I because you said uh, Shang Chi was went up on uh, Disney Plus. Yep. So we watched it. It's great, right? Everybody, everybody. I've talked to five people now, and they all said it was their favorite Marvel movie of all the Marvel movies. I don't know if I'd say it was my favorite, but it's damn, it's right it's up, up there. there. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. It's just all around just it was a really fun action movie. It's it's definitely it's definitely and, top 5 Marvel movies. Um, I would say it's more in like the Guardians camp, Guardians the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um like I wouldn't I almost would view like Winter Soldier in a different category because they're different types they're superhero movies but different types of films yeah winter soldier was very dark very serious yeah it, it was fun but not in like a humor way right um where this had a lot of great humor aquafina fucking stealing the camera yet again mm-hmm. shout out mm-hmm. maybe she's our dream guest we'll get her one day there we no, go. We but no we won't no we won't she's too big she'll be, she's too cool actually i will say this if she was on uh, the latest episode of Tiger Belly, you know, Bobby Lee's podcast. Oh, yeah. Dude, listen to it. I'm going she's, to. She, it'll make you like her that much more. Okay. She's just such a down-to-earth, and she has such an interesting perspective on just like... Did she talk about... Because she was uh, getting some hate. Um, She talks about... Because, you know, she's super famous now. She's gone from being, like, a YouTube comedy rapper to, like, in the last, like, what, two, three years? Like, yeah. she's in, like, she and she had, like, kind of, like, even, like, Crazy Rich Asians. She was a standout, even though she had, like, one of the smaller roles, speaking roles in the film. Yeah. Just as, like, the friend. But, like, she was, something about her was so interesting that, I mean, you she was kind of the star, you know, like she, she was the, the diamond in the, in this film where you're like, who is this, in, this person? Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, our TV show, but anyways, she just kind of breaks down like the whole, she can remember having like $15 to her name. And now it's like, you know, so she still lives the way, like, I don't know. She just had that artist perspective and she was also just really honest and very, I, mature about like where she's at you know what i mean like she wasn't i don't know you know how sometimes you you see these actors or musicians and they Mm -hmm. talk like you can tell they just have no like kanye is a great example no perspective with fucking reality i get it the guy came from nothing but like he lives on such a different like universe stratosphere that he has no touch with like the with just the common person's daily no, life, no. I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the dude puts himself up there with like Picasso, and it's like, shut up, man. Uh, no. Right. Right. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no one's going to be a hundred years after you're dead. No one's going to be talking about you. Sorry, like no. it's that's you know, there's a thousand other people uh, that are way more significant. Um, but it is it was just it was really cool listening to her actually be real about it. She doesn't get too much into the. Uh, just some of the heat. I think a lot of the heat she was getting was just people looking to make a name for themselves. Sure. Shock, shock journalism, that kind sure. of crap. Um, you know, but anyways, so Shang-Chi fucking loved it. The mar- like, you're right. The martial arts were fantastic. Michelle Yao still, yeah. still has it. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I don't know if they had a stunt double or what for her, but. I don't think they did. I, she's like in that Jackie Chan realm where she doesn't, she doesn't use them. I don't think so. And like, she, she's still like, she. I mean, she, how old? She's got to be in her sixties. She's uh last. I think she's like fifty nine. Okay, so she's yeah. up there in age. Like, I looks great, moves great. Uh, I loved. Uh, yeah, like the village and stuff. And the story was good. And you know what? I actually, really thought you and I were talking about this. The villain. I thought was one of the stronger. He was better villain, yeah. And I think it was because they gave him like he wasn't just this like haha I'm gonna do evil, spread evil right, across right. the land. No, no, he had like real motivations, and it made him more like you could understand where he was coming from. Yeah, he was also like a ruthless warlord for like thousands of years. <laughs> right, right. But you could but still he gave kind it of all up, and then. Yeah, yeah, there he had like a real backstory to him mm-hmm. that like had heart and depth, and so it made him inch. And he was a fucking badass, though, even though yeah. he looked like like your dad or something. You know what I mean? He looked well, like not someone. My and, dad, but yeah. Well, doctor wife's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was just yeah. He was. Uh, I really enjoyed. It. I I just yeah. The, everything about. I can't. I don't have any. Um, and the dragon at the end was fucking cool. The two giant yeah. dragons that were fighting. That yeah. was, oh man, that was rad. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed it. Definitely worth, worth the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we were both all about it. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the only, uh, so what I got, how many movies am I behind? Oh, I want to know what's going on with abomination. Yeah. I, we're, I think we're going to, we're going to find out more in she Hulk because he's in that. Yeah. Yeah, which we just watched a trailer for that. That looks good too. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's got Tatiana Mosley, who is awesome from Orphan Black. Oh, okay. Oh, is that her? Uh, yeah, she, where she, she plays. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, um, uh, what's her, Jennifer Walters? Isn't that She Hulk's name? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she plays She Hulk and she's phenomenal. So, yeah. Yeah, because in Orphan Black, didn't she play a bunch of different clones or something yeah, like that? Yeah, she played like 15 versions of herself. And like, when you watch her, you don't see her. You don't see no. that. You know, you just see that character because she's that good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited. The only thing I didn't like is they changed the logo at the last minute. Mm. They went from the kind of neon uh, She-Hulk uh, throwback logo to like... In the trailer, they have just like it looks like like legal text or something. Like, well, yeah, because it it's gonna be. Uh, I know she's a lawyer and it's stuff. It's like right? a half-hour legal action comedy show, is what it's gonna be. Which is what it should be. That's agreed. What, 
I mean, like you go back and read those old like John Byrne comics. Um, those were like some of the best She-Hulk stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, She-Hulk was one of those characters. Like I never had a bunch of her comics, but I always enjoyed them when I read them. Yeah, I always thought they she's were a lot good of character. Fun. Yeah, I don't really know what are they doing with her these days. She's just like an Avenger or something I think she's like that. An Avenger. I don't. I haven't read uh, any any current Marvel stuff really. Okay. Yeah, I'd be a, a, neither. I haven't. Read anything? Really. I've been going back and reading some like mid two thousands Wolverine on the Marvel app. Okay, I've been uh, hunting. I'm thinking about pulling the trigger and getting like a bunch of old Kirby stuff. Nice, like like the Eternals. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I again, I can want to call it the Celestials. Yeah, well, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of want to get a hand on that, and then. Uh, I've been really, I've been hunting, hunting around, pulling the trigger on some old Silver Surfer. Nice. Like the original Silver Surfer shit. Do it. Dude, that stuff was so groundbreaking. Find, you'd be able to find some at Emerald City. I'll just get the, whatchamacallit, like one of those essential books, you know, where it's oh, like. Oh, yeah, like the, the big, trade, the big trades. Yeah. The big Bible. Yeah, because I don't want to. St- I like those, though. Those are cool because you can just read the whole the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, as much as I'd love to go and hunt down all the old issues, I also don't want to spend that $100 yeah. for one book. You know yeah. what I mean? I just, I don't care enough for that kind of stuff. But um, speaking of books. Uh, I have been buying and getting – I have a stack. Let me grab them. Okay. I've got a stack of books that I'm going to be reviewing. Oh, nice. All tonight? No, no. Just – can you hear me still? Yeah. Uh, just – Holy shit. It's all books that have been showing up. Like I bought and then like some of them I bought a while ago and I just haven't had a chance to read, you know, because of work. Yeah. And so, and then Kickstarter stuff. Ugh. Yeah, man. And then, you know, we have our recommendations that have been coming in. Well, that, we already reviewed that. Uh, yeah, man, like I got Drifter. It's an image book. Oh, yeah. Got, okay. Remember when uh, the guys from uh, Chickaloonies were here? Mm-hmm. And uh, they recommended reading Old City Blues. That yeah. showed up. Oh, nice. Which I tried to get misses. I was like, oh, check this out. I look, because it's super loose, right? And I mean, I'll show you. It's like, it's one of those. I always fantasize about doing a graphic novel in this oh, style. That's cool. I like that. Where, yeah, where you just go, right? Like, it's, you're not, you're just drawing. You're not, you know, like, it's very loose style. And uh, I showed it to her. I was like, oh, isn't this cool? Can you imagine if I did a graphic novel like that? And she goes, no, don't do a graphic novel like that. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, I love it. So, uh, and then I got this uh, uh, Ishun Boshi graphic novel out of LA. It was oh, done yeah, by that Kickstarter. Yeah, like funded in like 12 hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that raised, thing looks like, amazing. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, I haven't read the story. My father-in-law read it because um, I, I was like, I don't know if you'll like it but let me know what you think. He said it was good. He said it was really, really good. He said it, it really had that feel like, uh, you know, you were re- watching like a black and white, like animation. Oh, cool. You know, like, a, like a Disney movie, but with like samurai and stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
and then uh, I want to reread the uh, uh, portrait of a bastage. Oh the, yeah, the, the Lobo. Yeah, the Lobo with uh, Giffen and uh, Beasley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't read that since I, I read this during my first comic job working at Telegraphic Studio in like oh, was it ninety eight. So in like the basement of yeah. the Kubert school, you know, I mean, so I haven't read it in over a decade. What a, was that a decade? You yeah. mean 08, not 98, 08. 08, 08. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm not in my forties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, And then, uh, when we had Terry Blass on, he was talking about that, that Namor book. Oh right? yeah. He, he was like, Oh, it was like a horror. I found it. And so I bought it for like $2. Submariner, the depths. The depths, yeah. I don't know. Like again, I don't know if it's any good or anything like that. But so I figured I'd read that, and then uh, I finally had uh, when we had, you know, the 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 father of King Shark on. Uh, his book showed up. His Kim Possible. Yeah, I have mine showed up too. Kim, not Kim Possible, Impossible Jones. Yeah, Impossible Jones. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, like I've known David Hahn for a long time and stuff like that. So. Uh, I really want to. I haven't read that yet. And then let's see what else do I got. Oh, uh, zombie, I still haven't read Zombie Cage Fighter. Neither that have I. That came yeah. like a month ago. So I got to read that. And then I picked this old Joe Kubert book up that I had no idea even existed called. Have you ever heard of a book called Abraham Stone? No. It was like a series. Anyways, he did. He did. He did a, an issue of it. Um, or a book of it, and uh, Country Mouse City Rat. It's by a company called Platinum. Huh. Platinum Comics. I don't know. It must have been from like the 90s or something. It's from California. I don't know. I've, yeah, I don't know. Um, anyways, it was it was done in 91. It was written and illustrated by Joe Kubert. And I'm, I found this in like one of those bargain bin comics. It was like, right. hey, for like two bucks, I got this thing. Nice. I'm going to read that. And then I bought, uh, I picked these up like two months ago and haven't touched them. Again, more bargain bin stuff. Yeah. But it was, uh, I got volumes one and two of Gravediggers by Tony Cypress. Oh, and, cool. Uh, who's the writer on it? I think it's, uh, or Gravediggers Union, it's called. And it's by uh, Wes Craig. Do you know him? No. Okay. Well, Toby Cypress, some of my favorite. You know, I well I'll just say one of my favorite East Coast artists. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, the guy's amazing. I, I love his his stuff. So, uh, and that, and oh, and the last one I have, and I got this years ago, and I just pulled it out of storage. We, I showed up right before I moved up to Alaska. Haven't had a chance to read it, but uh, it's called "Of Dust and Blood," and uh, it's the story of uh, the greasy grass. So it's basically. Oh, that you know, looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about like um, when you the post Civil War mm-hmm. when Union soldiers and uh, were basically going out west, you know, and nice. uh, putting putting different uh, Native tribes on reservations, and it's all I think from the perspective of I don't know if it's Lakota. I, don't, I think it's where it's where's it take place. I think it's in the Black Hill. Yeah, so it's like Crazy Horse and all that kind of stuff. Very cool. Yeah, and Custer, 
It's got a bunch of that stuff in there. So, uh, yeah, man, I got my fucking work cut out. This yeah, basic, you do. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how when I'm going to find the time to read all these. I know. But uh, yeah, and that's not even concluding the books that I bought that I read for tonight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. How are you doing with your stack? Uh, <laughs> that's a yeah. That about sums it up. Yeah, not great. So, I'm in your territory now, man. I know. I know. I've just yeah. I don't know. I haven't read. I've been I've been catching up on my floppies, so my graphic novels have been held back. So okay. What uh, floppy series are you reading right now? Let's well, just get into it, man. We're already talking yeah. about books. Let's talk about well, what are you, you know. Right I was now? I'm. I finished Strange Adventures. Um, that ended really great. I've catching up on my turtles, catching up on um, uh, what else was I catching up on? Batman, Catwoman. Um, I just read. I just picked up the new Human Target by Tom King and Greg Smallwood. Oh, how was that? Really good, really good. The art is amazing. And it's like, it's 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 gonna be a whodunit of uh, who killed Human Target essentially. Christopher Chance, are you familiar with Human Target at all? No, I. It, that's a DC book, right? Yeah. So he's uh he's a guy, Christopher Chance, who when somebody tries to kill them, or when yeah. somebody has enemies, he assumes their identity to get that person to pretend to kill them. But really, they're pretending to kill, and they actually end up like faking the death of Christopher Chance. So is he like a secret agent then? Kind of. Okay. But he's free. So it's he's, kind free of- he's a freelance guy who, uh, like, the book opens with he's assumed Lex Luthor's identity, waiting for an assassination plot. Um, oh, interesting. And then it turns out he got poisoned, and so, uh, but the poison was meant for Lex Luthor. And so the rest of the book is he's trying to solve the mystery of who killed. He's trying to solve his own murder before he dies. Oh, fascinating. And I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's that was really good. And then um, on the Marvel side, I'm, I'm reading. Did you ever read um, Wolverine Origins by Daniel Way and Steve Dillon? Oh god, yeah, that was fucking terrible. I hated it. Oh, really? Well, it was supposed to be a follow-up to Origins. Oh yeah. The the Andy Kubert yeah. book. And it's weird. It just wasn't, I don't know. I didn't I it was okay. Like I don't want to knock it cuz like those guys a lot of people liked it. I just it wasn't for me and sure. I thought it was a very bizarre like it should have been something else because it wasn't a follow-up. No. And I it get was, it. It was like, oh, Wolverine remembers who he is now. Yeah. And it, it just seemed like every other issue, you know, they were just doing things to, like, get readers. You know, like, oh, Cap shows up. There's a two-issue fight fight scene of him and Cap. And that was cool, but I don't know. I just I, Compared to, like, what Andy did artistically. Oh, not even on the even, same level, but I en- yeah. I enjoy, I'm enjoying the read right now. I like... I like the idea that he's remembered who he is and he's basically trying to get payback. Um, 
and yeah. and like trying to right his wrongs and in, in like the only way that he knows how but then he continues to make things worse but some of the some of the yeah. stuff some of the decisions i don't necessarily agree with in the book but it just it felt too forced it didn't it, especially at that time also there was the john ramita jr wolverine comic that was coming out yeah um, enemy of the state like, that's enemy of the state right when he be, yeah when he gets killed by the hand yeah and he becomes a hand he assassin and he like, yeah, oh, yeah was, and it, his inner monologue on that was so good it was so well written, like yeah. that whole sequence where he snuck up on Daredevil. Yeah, and it's all of it basically. It's him sneaking up on Daredevil, which is pretty much impossible. But then uh, the whole time is in a dialogue is him bitching about like why the fuck is Matt Murdock like a ladies' man and Wolverine hadn't been laid in like three years yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And it was just it was such a like realistic i guess maybe also but my age too is because like i knew guys who talked like that you know what sure. i mean like i i know i mean it was just it was a very i don't know i've, I've known i don't it felt like you were actually in the head of an individual like wolverine who was very bitter yeah and a, a bit dark and he he couldn't help the situation he was in um and then also, like when he went out against the Fantastic Four and gets his fucking ass handed to him by Sue Storm. Sue Storm. That was great. Yeah, that was because awesome. it was it was one of the only times where they actually did like the superhero fights realistically, mm-hmm. where like powers versus powers, where like yeah, he would have a sh- he'd do really well against the thing. The thing's made of rock. Then Sue Storm's just like, yeah, here's a bubble inside your inside your body. If you move, I will expand it. That's it. Game over. You're yeah. fucking done. Sea yeah. Storm is like Magneto. Kind of un, almost imp- like... If yeah, you get she's her going, one of the more powerful uh, uh, heroes. Yeah, she's way more than just some gal. I can turn invisible when I'm naked. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. way more interesting than that. Um, and so, but yeah, anyways, I don't know. I, I prefer reading that in contrast with Origins, which they're coming out around the same time, I think. I believe so. Maybe not. It was just at least that I was reading them at the same time. It was just very difficult to um, Origin, one was so the, good. The, the, the Hubert one was was definitely the. I, I think that was one of the better Wolverine stories. Oh, I mean, maybe like one. I, I mean, like that and Weapon X, right? Like yeah. those are the those are the two origin stories of Wolverine. And so to like say that you're backboning, like oh, we're doing a sequel to it, which is they spent a whole year ad campaigning and John Cassada uh, or. Joe Casada did all the like, you know, he covers he all the initially covers for it, yeah, for Origins and stuff. Or initially, and they were like, "Oh man, this is gonna be crazy." So you didn't quite know what to expect. And then when it came out, it just felt like, oh, it's it was an excuse to do a second Wolverine book because Wolverine movies were coming out, yeah. X Men movies were coming out. It was su- he was super hot at the time. Yeah, it, it just it just felt like a marketing thing, and I don't know. I get that. I get yeah. that. Yeah, I'm enjoying it, but. Yeah, it was. I'm not saying it was bad. It just wasn't for me, and I just it just really compared to this other stories lines I was reading. It just felt like a marketing thing. Yeah, I've been reading it because I read like the first couple volumes and I never finished it. So I'm a sure. I'm a completionist. So yeah. I like to I like to follow it all the way through. Well, you had all of them at one point. You know that, right? I didn't. Oh, I did. Yeah, oh, yeah, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> You bought them from me, sir. Oh, I did. That's true. I did. Oh. Oh. <laughs> There's beautiful, beautiful collections in that collection. That's true. I kept some of them. 
Oh, did you? Yeah, good, I, good. I, I picked a few out and kept them. So that so you're reading Origin or the second Origins? Yeah, reading that. second second rate Origins. Ooh, <laughs> there it is. Um, never, never working for Marvel. They're never hiring me ever. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, because you got an pig. That's right. The greatest publishing house that hasn't I, published anything. I can't think of a better one. So, um, yeah, I'm reading that Human Target. Um, that's really that's really been it. That's kind of been consuming my my comic reading lately. Okay, I read. Um, I'm trying to finish uh, Fight Girls. I've never read any of the AWA books, and okay. I like I like when Frank Cho's allowed to kind of just do the Frank Cho thing, which is like here's a little action action adventure yeah story, you know, and um, it's good. Uh, it. Uh, I don't know AW. I don't know anything much about them. I they're kind of a a newer publishing house. Um, most of their books aren't really like my cup of tea. Sure, but they do a few things that are really interesting. But I'm I'm actually enjoying Fight Girls a lot. I'm curious to see. It's only I've only got one issue left, so I'm curious to see where it's going to go. But you know, Frank Cho is one of those guys. It's like his work is super consistent. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. and also. I like it because he's one of the few guys who he draws full-bodied women. He doesn't um, speaking go full circle, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, double back and over to get, like kind of like remember my problem with uh, when the Wonder Woman movie was announced, right? And with Gal Gadot, like she, yeah, she looks like Wonder Woman, but like she also looks like a Victoria's Secret model from the early two thousands. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. fucking skinny as a rail uh where i like that cho actually draws women like muscular they look like they could beat some ass like they look like ufc fighters you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. and, and he doesn't shy away from that and um you know like this book's pretty much it's it's women compete like they're in some type of futuristic society where but in order to be queen of this city they have like a competition every like few years and the these women from various like I think sectors have to compete, and the winner gets crowned queen. So it's like Miss America meets politics, but in they every they have like five different rounds. Yeah, and each round is a challenge. And this the last round um, that I just you know in this last issue was basically there's two contestants left, and it turns into basically like blood sport. They have to fight the nice. winner. The winner takes the crown. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's cool. It's I mean, like, is it a story with like complex depth? Like, you know, like you were talking some of the books you were talking about. No, it's but for like a fun, just like that's okay. Fun, easy escape. I like that. I don't need everything to be a thinker. Right. Piece. You know, I don't. Um, I so I like just a good act. It's a good action movie. It's very you know kind of it's kind of reminds me of Running Man. The okay. old Schwarzenegger yeah. movie. It's like that. It's like Love that movie. Running Man, but if the women were competing against each other, and with dinosaurs and uh, you know, like lots of lots of big prehistoric animals. So, um, which Frank Cho does very well. Oh yeah. But yeah, so I would highly recommend picking it up. I think it. I think the the graphic novel should be dropping like a month or two because I'm nice. pretty sure issue five's out. It's just uh, the shipping was delayed, I believe. Nice. Okay. Um, the other thing I picked up, our good friend David Harper. We should get him on. God, I, 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 we should hit him up. See if he wants to come on. 
He was telling me – so there's this publishing house that I've always been a big fan of called Ad House. And they do a lot of like interesting uh, kind of risky style books that aren't necessarily like on, on cover value aren't going to be marketable. It doesn't mean they're lesser than books. Yeah, It's just they're not – Marvel DC, you know what I mean? They're not super, they don't do superhero shit. And uh, Stuart Eminen and his wife, I think your name's Catherine, uh, they, they've been doing, yeah, Catherine, they've been doing uh, graphic novels together, right? Cause, uh, mm-hmm. Catherine, she writes and stuff. Anyways, they did an Instagram comic and Ad House is shutting down. Like this, they're closing oh, wow, up okay. shop. Yeah, I don't know if it has to do with like, I think pandemic and then also just they've been operating for like, 10, 15 years. I sure. think it's just, you know, they probably, it's one guy. I think he's just kind of like, I'm doing other things. Right. Anyway, so their last hurrah is they put out this beautiful uh, collector's edition book. It's of, it's called Grass of Parnassus. It's like a sci fi book. Really but it was cool. done. Oh, it's so cool. But, you know, it was done as an Instagram webcomic, which is, you know, very interesting by the Eminence. And then they published it, and this is the – I guess the book is going to come out like regular, like floppy style. But this is like the advanced, I don't know, publishing release. Sure. And, it, you know, anyways, they had two of them up here at Bosco's, and Harper got one of them. And him and I had been talking about the imminence, uh, just how much – you know, I just adore – Oh, Yeah. Stewart's work and also the fact that he's probably the best commercial artist working in the industry. And what I mean by that is like, if you look at his sketchbooks, he not only works in different mediums, but he's not, he's like an expert in many different styles, which in right. many different disciplines, which is so difficult to do. Most people, they spend their entire careers just trying to perfect one style. And then they draw on that style because like, it's better to be a specialist than a generalist. Right. Yeah. And, but imminent is like, he's a specialist in multiple disciplines, which is fucking insane. And so, um, Anyways, I was talking about that, and then anyway, David was like, "Dude, you got to go get their new graphic, the, the new graphic novel they got coming out. Like, mm-hmm. there's one copy left." So, I drove down there, was able to get it. Thank God they had it. And I normally, you know, me, I normally don't spring for these, but it comes no. in this like nice, like hard wrapping case, like hard case, yeah. and then you pull the book out. Those. Yeah, man, it looks really cool. Um, but yeah, I started reading it. It's interesting. It's definitely sci-fi. Um, and it is an Instagram comic, so it's in a different format. It's all square panels. Um, and it's, you know, the book is more, it's like landscape format. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I really enjoying it. I don't, I'm about halfway through the book. I don't really know where it's going. It's just kind of like still establishing who and think what things are, but it's a super fast read. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's Being an Instagram you, comic. It probably has to be a super fast read. Yeah. Each page has like three panels on it maybe yeah. one panel if it's a long one so uh i don't know it's it's an interesting execution it's different and i i like that kind of stuff but um yeah i would say man like you should get it because okay. uh, i know you I'll like sci-fi stuff yeah i think it it really wasn't that expensive for a hardbound like for like 30 bucks 40 bucks yeah i think it's like 32 bucks 28 yeah, bucks something bad. like that yeah uh, that and it's the last thing that this publishing house is putting out. That's it. They're closing. This is their last book. They're closing up shop. It's all done. Mm-hmm. It's all done after that. But uh, yeah, ma'am. Nice. Uh, yeah. Have you? Uh, you know? Uh, can we take a dip back into the trailer park? Yeah, let's do it. Dude, have you seen this trailer for Antlers? No. 
dude, you gotta watch oh, it. Oh, yes. Is that the, the one whole, where it's the, like the it's like a horror? Yeah, they adopt like the sheep. No, there's like no, no, no. There's like something in the woods. It's like a, almost like a Wendigo thing. It's like oh, a family moves to a town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think you can. Only, I think it's in theaters right now or something. Oh man, I want to see it so bad. It looks so fucking good. It's getting good reviews too. I'm I'm looking forward for uh, this. Ghostbusters comes out this week. You know what? I have zero interest in seeing. It. I don't know why. I'm very excited <laughs> about that. Do you think it'll be good? Who knows? Yeah, the fact that re- it's the fact that it's the original ca- the original cast are going to be back. The fact that it's the they're s- not in the trailer though at all. It's yeah, they, all just Paul the, Rudd. They're in the new trailer. I thought Dan Eckerd was the only one who came back. Yeah, no, Bill Murray and um, uh, they're in the Ernie trailer. Hudson. Uh, Bill, you hear you hear them in the trailer, and then uh, yeah, I'm I'm really ex- I'm looking forward to it because it's the son of the original director. Okay. Who wrote? Who wrote and directed it? So I'm excited about that. So they get, um, they got the original cast to come back though. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that obviously Egon can't because he passed away. Yeah. Well, these are Egon's grandkids in the movie. Okay, but they got like Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, yep. Um, yep. Dan Aykroyd. Yep. Really, and it's gonna be Even more than Sig- like, I think Sigourney Weaver's in it too. Okay, why would she come back? Was she in the second one? Yeah, I think she was only in the briefly. first movie. I thought she was in the second one briefly. Okay, I would be more worried if uh, I would want Janine. She's to back, come back too. She's in the and, new trailer. Uh, oh, did they get what's his name from Honey I Shrunk the Kids? No, I think they tried, but he stayed retired. Good for him, man. Yeah, respect. He made it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can you watch it. Let me know if it's good. If it's good, I'll I will. watch it. I, I will. Because those original, those first two original films were so fucking great. Yeah. Um, that and it's weird. It's like, I, I don't know. I'd be curious to see. It seems like they're changing the dynamic. Like it's not in the city, it's in the country. Right. Um, the focus is kind of, it kind of has that Stranger Things kind of feel. Yeah. Well, and it's got so, the kid from Stranger Things. So. <laughs> yeah. That poor guy, man. He's just being typecast. It's like, hey, we need someone for Stranger Things. Let's get him. Yeah. We'll put him in it. That's getting ready to drop too soon. That's coming uh, out this... next summer. Yeah. Or this. Yeah. In the summer. Well, yeah. What about Tiger? You gonna watch Tiger King? You goddamn right I am. Dude, that comes out in like. A week. I know. I weeks. wasn't going to until I found out that Carol Baskin is suing them to take her footage down, and I'm like, why? I think she lost her park. Yeah. I think her something happened recently. Do you um, think the creators of Tiger King they're gonna end up missing, fed to tigers? Uh, no. Um, but there's been a lot of like weird legal stuff since yeah. a lot of investigations. Well, I know they're all dirt bags. Every single one of them are dirt bags. Yeah, my only fear for it is it it's them trying to capitalize on the weird, strange success that Tiger King was. Yeah, by doing a follow up documentary, and it's it's not going to documentary series, and it's not going to have the same kind of like I don't think shock it will. Value. <laughs> I don't think it yeah. will. I don't think it'll have the same kind of shock. But value. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, that first vo- that first series, you were like, "What the fuck? People like this exist?" Yeah. I mean, yeah. I shouldn't be surprised. It's it like, hit the. It was like perfect pandemic just hit, quarantine just hit, 
and then yeah. this weird fucking show just hit. So <laughs> it, was, it was one of those where like, so you think the pandemic's weird? Check out these guys' lives. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. These guys live like this normally. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that would be interesting. So, I don't know, man. Is there anything else we haven't covered? Is there anything coming out? It seems like it's been quiet on the comics front. There hasn't been much comic news that I noticed. No, not that I can think of. I know people are working on stuff. I know there's a lot of stuff coming out. Seems like there's always successful, kick, like really cool Kickstarters dropping. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I actually have a, a a series that's going to be coming out in I, th- I think it comes out in February. Nice. Gets solicited in December. But uh, you know, it's just it, it, we'll see how it does. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it's a job. I, I'm not like creator owned or anything for it. I just, you know, it's just a book I was uh, hired to do. Right. So hopefully right. it does well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, man, it's just kind of Emerald City. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all that's going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we gonna do any recording while we're while I'm down there? Oh, I think we have to, right? Yeah, we kind of should, right? I we think we have to. Yeah. We should do something. Um, all right, man. Well, I'm kind of, I don't know about you, but this kind of have to be kind of a short episode, I guess. I think so. I think so. I think, uh, I think I'm ready to take us home. Yeah, take us home. There's not much else to cover. No, I don't right? think so. No, no. Other than, other than the fact that, uh, you know, if you want to get updates on everything that we got going on, including Blue Tiger Revenge podcast, Operation Blue, um, all you need to do is uh, subscribe on uh, our Substack page, which is bluetigerrevenge.substack.com, um, and that is the hub of all things Blue Tiger Revenge right now. It's the hub of all things Operation Blue right now. If you want to send us a message, you just hit that email button, uh, bluetigerrevenge at substack.com. That's the best way to get a hold of us. Um, Let's see. Do I have anything else? No. Um, other than uh, hopefully we'll see you guys at Emerald City Comic Con and then uh, keep an eye out for new pages of Operation Blue. That's right. And That's that, right. And that is all I have. Tad, do you have anything else to add? I th- I th- the tits are dry, man. They're I'm dry. all out. Yeah, you're all just out. Dry. Just dry. You need to replenish. Just- to rest and replenish. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to go off into the wilderness, make a kill. Yep. Replenish. Kill. Yeah. Harvest, replenish the juices, and then come back. Come back. Well, next week we'll be we'll be fully operational. We got a guest for next week. So don't worry. Perfect. It's no biggie. No biggie. We got it. Awesome. Well, if that's the case, what time is it? Hit the music. 